Welcome to 15 Minutes to Wellness by the American Council on Exercise. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, the ACE Senior Fitness Consultant for Behavioral Sciences and your host for this series. My goal today and for every podcast in the series is to discuss some small steps you can take to help you better your life and find happiness through health. In each broadcast in the series, I'll interview a new health and fitness expert. I also want to welcome the hundreds of thousands of folks searching for positive ways to make health, nutrition, and fitness a part of their daily, hectic, busy, tight, and budgeted lives. Now I have the privilege and honor, really, of being able to introduce a very special guest on this podcast series, Todd Durkin. Todd is an internationally recognized performance coach, personal trainer, author, motivational speaker, educator, and inspiration to professional fitness folks and uh, everyday Janes and Joes throughout the world. He's the owner of Fitness Quest 10 in San Diego, uh, trains dozens of NFL MLB, NBA athletes, including uh, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, uh, Men's Health recently named Todd's Gym Fitness Quest 10, one of the top 10 gyms in the United States for the third year in a row. Uh, we're talking to someone who's a busy guy and has been willing to take 15 minutes out of his schedule. Todd has authored 44 DVDs on strength and conditioning, functional fitness, business and personal growth, and has written a book that I just love and recommend to everyone, The Impact Body Plan. The Impact Body Plan. It's a 10-week program designed to create world-class fitness and life performance. And with that, let me welcome the uh, terrific Todd Durkin. Todd, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, Michael, thank you for that introduction, man. I appreciate it, and it's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. What we want to talk about today, we're talking to ACE fitness professionals, to uh, everyday folks who want to create a healthy lifestyle, as well as talking to AARP members of the specific program Decide, Create, and Share. Hundreds of thousands of folks searching for positive ways to make fitness and nutrition a part of their life. One of the things that we know, Todd, is when we coach people, it's about taking five, ten steps forward and then inevitably taking a few steps back. That's common, isn't it? I, I, I would say that's part of life, Michael. It's part of the journey. Is like we have these visions of what we want, and and uh, sometimes we either get stagnant or sometimes there's a slight regression. I mean, even in the weight room, sometimes I say, sometimes I'll say, hey, sometimes you have to regress to progress. Meaning sometimes you have to detrain to retrain. Meaning sometimes you have to actually drop weight to perfect form and technique before you actually can actually get some increases. So yeah, I think overall there, there is some uh, some truth to that. No one likes to regress, or no one likes to take a step back. No one likes to feel stagnant or or lazy or put the you know pack the pounds back on. But uh, hopefully, through the next fifteen minutes here, we can make sure that doesn't happen. Or if it does, it's very limited. We always on the ascent up the mountain. So even with someone like Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers or the uh, National Football League folks, the Major League Baseball, the basketball professional athletes, do you help them plan? for the barriers and relapses that inevitably occur? 
I, I think there's two parts to that, Michael. And I think number one is the workouts have to be cycled um, because mentally, um, just like a, an executive or uh, uh, you know someone a stay-at-home mom or dad or someone that's retired and traveling a lot. I mean, we all have stresses and we all have a lot of things going on. I mean, the last I talked to anyone, everyone is busy. <laughs> it's just how we you know, busy doing the right things. And uh, to, to those athletes in particular, it's important that those workouts aren't cycled. So they're always like, they can't always be high intensity workouts. Otherwise you're just beating the body down, beating the body down, beating the body down. And there's no recovery. There's got to be an emphasis on recovery. And we actually have unloading weeks where some weeks there's a more emphasis on Pilates and yoga and, and breath work. And we're not doing crazy, you know, uh, high intensity type exercises. So I think that's one thing. And it, all people need to adhere to that. You don't always have to be in this like high intensity mode. You got to be killing yourself to get great results. Listen to your bodies an important, uh, you know, aspect that I always say. And the second thing is, is get your mind right. I always talk about get your mind right, get your mind right, get your mind right. And part of that is the motivation it takes to uh, continue to make progress. And that, uh, you know, I think it's in it, plateaus are, are a part of uh, the fitness game and the nutrition and health game. Um, but the more we can diversify and change up and try new things, then that's going to help your, your physical routine. And the more you keep your mind right, um, you know, and I would say establishing a, a solid routine, you know, getting in your aerobic cardiovascular work along with your strength work helps release endorphins 10 times more powerful than morphine. I I have, let, me, let me ask you a quick, quick question about this. So when people are listening to this, um, lots of baby boomers, lots of folks who, uh, you know, want to get back into condition, what they're hearing you say is it's okay to slow down for a few days in order to come back even stronger. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yes, and whether that's structured or whether that's because you're listening to your body, um, yes, I do say do something every day. I don't say kill your body every day, but do something every day. Be active. One day you might be in there lifting weights and getting a you know a, a fairly intense workout in. The next day it might be a more gentle, restorative yoga type work. But you're moving and you're getting your body better. You can't look at it as like a step back or regression. It's just part of the diversification of, of a workout. So do something every day and don't think that you're regressing because you know well I didn't work as hard today as as yesterday. You can only you know push your body so much. Um, so um, I, I, we all like to be in a growth mindset of we're trying to get better and better, but sometimes getting better means also having a little bit more yin exercise, a little bit more gentle type exercises also. So it's interesting because what you're saying actually is then there it isn't a backward step. It's always a forward step, no matter what yeah. it is you're doing. If you decide I'm weightlifting on Monday and I'm going to do Pilates or yoga on Tuesday, that's not a slowing down. That's still going forward with a different activity. No doubt. I, I always say sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sometimes it, it takes that. It takes actually um, some more gentle uh, emphasis, focusing on you know flexibility and mobility of your hips or your chest, and and, to, and allow your body to feel better. And by doing so, you're actually improving your body and you're improving your performance in all areas of your life, including when you go back in the weight room. So yeah, sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. 
So when we talk about anticipating barriers, uh, let's talk about someone who may be 45, 50, 55 years old, 60 years old. Uh, And we know that we hear lots of excuses. I don't have time. I don't have support. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself. It's going to cost me too much money. I don't really know what I'm doing. How do you help people through those barriers? Mm-hmm. Um, first off, 45, 55, 65, we're talking about young spring chickens here. <laughs> right. Well, my definition, by the way, my definition of middle age is 40 to 80. That's the new definition of middle age, right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, well, a few things. Number one is choices. Um, and it ties in well with the word decide. I mean, every day we have a choice. And are we going to get better? Or are we going to make maximum use of our time? And I think choices are really important because we all have the ability to choose every day how we're going to spend our time. And that's, you know, the most precious resource we all have is time. I also think we have to establish our best practices. So what are our best practices? And when do you do those best practices? For example, exercise is a best practice. And the earlier you do it in the day, the less likely you are to have uh, deterrence or distractions in your life. Reading inspirational material or listening to inspirational material is part of, of a best practice. Surrounding yourself with positive people, giving back to your community is an example of a best practice. The more best practices that one has in their life, the more empowered they are, the more energized they are, and those are all going to empower you to live your best life. So to me, it is about choices. It's about establishing best practices, and whether it is a pro athlete or whether it's a uh, 65-year-old middle-aged person, um, then I think it comes down to the choices that you make. And if we choose to get better every day, 1% better every day is a mantra I often say to my clients and athletes, get 1% better today by who you surround yourself with, by what you read, by what you listen to, by the actions that you take at work and at home, then think of how good you will be if you get 1% better every day. So it is a choice. It's commitment. Uh, and then also it's the motivational aspect, um, just staying motivated and staying motivated is in the mind and staying inspired is in the soul. So what do so you, you li- to stay motivated? You live by the words passion, purpose, impact. And what you're yeah. telling our listeners right now is that instead of looking at the thorns on the rose bush, you're looking at the roses on the thorn bush. You're talking about adding good into life, create positive emotion, be fully engaged in something you love, have healthy relationships, find meaning in this world, be proud of what you accomplish, and then the barriers just begin to melt themselves. And that's, I think this is so important for people to hear this, that you're not talking about a bunch of techniques. You're talking about adding so much good to your life that, that of course, you're going to want to do the healthy things for yourself. That, I, I, I hope I've summed up properly what you're saying. I think it's just great. Yeah. Well, well why, why is it that human beings always, their mind naturally goes to the negative? I mean, people's minds often focus and dwell on what's wrong. What's wrong with this organization? What's wrong with this business? What's wrong with this home or church? What's wrong with this person, right? If we can flip the switch, as I usually say to my kids, and focus on the positive, then we're going to focus on one's strengths. For example, I recently was talking to an NFL athlete who was telling me when he was watching the post-game video, there was 52 offensive plays in that game 
and he got graded out, and 50 of them were positive, and two of them were negative. Uh, we know what he was focusing on. <laughs> exactly right. Those two bad plays he made. And I was telling to this guy, I said, okay, listen, you have made 50 great plays. Focus on doing that and focusing on your performance on how you can replicate that, and you'll continue to improve your performance. It's no different for him or what we do at work. Focus on surrounding yourself with positive people, people that are, are high-performance producers. Uh, what is it about you? What are your strengths? If you're always just focusing on your weaknesses and how you can get the weaknesses better, then you never really relish the things that you're great at. I'm not saying don't focus on, on some of your weak points because you do want to improve weaknesses, but don't forget to, to focus on what you're great at and be great at what you're great at and watch what happens. It's a mindset thing. It's a body, a body thing, and uh, great things will happen. So, no, when it comes to passion, purpose, and impact, that's, that's what it is about, Michael. So you don't. So what I'm hearing you say, Todd, is here's a recommendation to deal with barriers. Don't see them. There are no barriers until you create one in your own thinking. And if you've created one in your own thinking by focusing on what can go wrong, well, then you're going to stumble. If, on the other hand, you focus, you wake up in the morning and you say, what can go right today rather than what can go wrong, you're going to be, you're going to be barrier-free. And if there is a well, yesterday my wife um, got a flat tire. And so she called me and she said, you're never going to guess what happened. I said, well, it sounds good. What was it? She said, well, I got a flat tire, but only one of them was flat. <laughs> now, there's an example of what Todd Durkin is talking about. And yeah. this is why Todd was ranked number 32 on the top 100 most influential people in health and fitness, because he looks at things and says, what are you talking about anticipating barriers? Why would you anticipate a barrier? Let's anticipate barrier-free living, right? I like that, by the way. That this is a, this is a great conversation. Yes, and I do think every morning that it's important to realize there may be in your day barriers that come up. It's like fear in your life, but you can't let barriers or fear ruin your day or your week or your month or your year or your life. You got to realize that when barriers come up, you either look at them as an opportunity to get better or they're going to paralyze you. One of the best quotes of all time I love is that a pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. Right, and, exactly. And an, and an optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Have you ever heard this one, Todd? We're often more frightened than hurt, mm-hmm. and we suffer more from imagination than from reality. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. That's where I think you and I are in the same wavelength. And I and I uh, will just tell you that it's a, it's a privilege to have you on this podcast. You make fifteen minutes fly by. Um, tell tell us real quickly in thirty seconds about the Impact Body Plan, this ten week program. Is this designed for major league athletes or for pros or, as you say, everyday Janes and Joes? It really is for every every Joe and Jane out there that's a fitness enthusiast that wants to get better. I tie it in as much motivation and mindset 
exercises as our physical exercises. Uh, it is my fitness Bible. It's what we do every day here at Fitness Quest 10. Um, and that was my first book. I'm actually, uh, I got some other things in, in the hopper, but this is my, this is my baby. And uh, I share a lot of life experiences. I, I share a lot of the mental attitude to help get your mind right and your body right and your spirit right. So, um, you know, check it out. You can certainly go to ToddDurkin.com and they can see all the information there. Um, they can get it there if they want to. Uh, but, you know, it's just not another fat loss book or weight loss book. It's about, you know, feeling good, getting your vitality back, improving your flexibility. And that all stems, Michael, from my uh, debilitating back injury when I herniated three discs, spinal stenosis and DGD, uh, degenerative back disease, um, and how I overcame that without having surgery. So well, I share I've... that. That with, with the- Todd, I, I read the book. I used it uh, and I brought it to the, the gym that I work out in and I'm on the staff of, and uh, everyone loves it. I thought it was a great uh, program. I still use it and uh, totally uh, recommend the book. The Impact Body Plan, you can go to Todd Durkin, T-O-D-D-D-U-R-K-I-N.com and learn more about it. Todd, I want to thank you for being with us today. Uh, Todd, as you can see, is an internationally recognized performance coach. He's a personal trainer. He's a widely read author, uh, a well-followed speaker, and you can hear the motivation, the education, and the inspiration in his voice. Todd, thanks so much for joining us today. Michael, thank you, and uh, guys, have a great day. Win the day, and uh, thanks for listening in today. And uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. As always, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and continue your journey to health and fitness by visiting acefit.com, where you can find everything you need to live your most fit and healthy life. You can explore thousands of healthy recipes, health and fitness videos and articles, uh, workout plans, health programs, creative ways you can get your family moving, and really expert insight on a wide range of topics. Join me next time on 15 Minutes to Wellness, which you can find at acefit.com slash fitcasts. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, thanking you for being with us on 15 Minutes to Wellness.